You are now listening to Tough Gages Podcast. Welcome back to the Talk Your Jits podcast. This podcast is, as the name implies, all about jiu-jitsu. I'm your host, Lamar Smith. And today's guest is a blue belt who trains at Maloki Flow, located in Nauberth, Pennsylvania. Ladies and gentlemen, Matt Geary. Hey, going on, man? What's going on, sir? How are you doing this evening? I'm doing well. Doing well. It's Monday, man. so it's getting started. Yeah. I know, right? The week just getting started, but... Yeah. Yeah, but uh, first and foremost, man, I'd like to uh, extend my thanks to you for um, taking time out today and um, hopping on the show, man. Greatly appreciate it. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. Man, not a problem, man. Without further ado, man, let's uh, let's get the ball rolling. If you want to formally introduce yourself again, by all means, and let's hear about your jujitsu journey. Hey, uh, my name's Matt Geary. Um, I'm a uh, I'm a blue belt at a school called Milwaukee Flow in Narberth. It's right outside of Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, it's fairly, uh, it's not a very big school, but it's, uh, it's a pretty tight knit group of guys, all really good people, great people. So they're kind of like, uh, kind of like the home away from home, you know? Mm-hmm. Sorry, one sec. Close my door. Yep. Yeah, it's, uh, uh, yeah, right outside of Philly. Um, Philly's got a lot of great jujitsu in the area. And then I'm, uh, I feel pretty blessed to be, you know, around it. I got my school and then there's a plethora of other schools I can go train at with, uh, really good, good people, high level guys. And I'm, I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. So how'd you, how'd you get started, man? How, how did jujitsu find you? So, uh, I grew up playing in uh bands and, um, my band at the time was sharing a practice space with another band called Rosetta and uh, Dave Grossman played bass in that band. And he, I knew him since he was a white belt. He was training at Milwaukee and he, he always told me every time I saw him at the space, Hey, come by, excuse me, come by and come train. I said, yeah, I'm going to come by one day. And uh, one day in 2017, I did, he was a uh, purple belt at the time. And um, yeah, the rest is history. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. So when like did a, you? What's up? No, go ahead. Go, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I, I've been training since 2017, but I had like an almost two year layoff because of a hip injury. Mm. So I've been training consistently for maybe, I don't know, two years, three years now. Something like I that. Bet. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. bet. Glad to see you got back on the horse, man, and, uh, you know, found that passion again. For sure. For sure. It's good to be back. <laughs> So, um, so with your school, so you said it's a, it's a tight knit school. Are you guys like more competition, like sport wise, or how, how, how was the dynamic at your guys' school? No, no, it's, uh, not many of us compete. Uh, I compete from time to time. I plan on competing mm-hmm. again soon. Um, but no, it's mostly just ho- hobbyist, the hobbyist school. A lot, a lot of family people. Mm-hmm. You, know, you got doctors that train there and very brilliant, smart people and, but it's uh yeah we're not a competition school by any means, but I mean we have had people compete you know in local tournaments and they've done well when they have competed so for whatever that's worth you know it's uh I feel like that's a good thing to see you know yeah for sure for sure 
Um, so you said you you compete and you want to compete more. So how many uh, competitions have you done so far? Uh, so I've only done two so far. I've done one at White Belt, and I got smoked. And then, <laughs> yeah, that, that was a uh, yeah, that was a oopsie. But um, and I did another one at Blue Belt back in November. I got second at Tap Cancer out. I felt like I could have done better. Well, I obviously could have done better. I could have got first, but I, I kind of knew what I did wrong and. It's all about improving, you know. It's all about getting better. Yeah, yeah. So let's let's go back to let's go back to that first tournament, man. That that first time competing, like how was how was that for you, man? Oh man, it was it was a sub only tournament. I got taken down with a single leg, and then he got the side control and he got me at a head and arm triangle. And I was just I was fighting for dear life. It happened so quick. I was like, there's no way that this is gonna end right now. I mean. It's, it, I was being dumb, by the way, because it's just like a white belt local tournament. Who cares? It's tap. But I was like, nah, this happened way too quick. I've been training for like – I trained too hard for it. So I just I just kind of toughed it out. And my brother and uh, my friend were there, and they were like, yeah, your face was like turning purple, dude. But I got out of it somehow. I ended up on mm-hmm. top, and then we went to uh, like the third round overtime in EBI rules. And uh, he got me with an arm bar, but – so I didn't make it too easy for him, which is good. Yeah, man. I think I think everybody's first first experience, like with tournaments, man. Like I I, I talk about this a lot, but everyone's first experience is so horrible. Cause oh yeah. Because you, you, you don't know what to expect, and you know, luckily for you, you did it early. I waited till I, I was purple belt to do my first time uh, competition. Oh wow. Yeah. Because I was I was never. Um, I know I never was thrilled about the idea of competing. Yeah. And one day me and one of my training partners just had a random conversation like, man, you know, let's, let's, let's find a tournament to compete. So my first one happened to be tap out cancer. Uh, so it was like so many emotions. Cause I'm like, okay, what am I to expect? Uh, you know, I'm, I'm watching videos of like competitions and it still wasn't like, giving me what I needed to like to feel comfortable until I got out there and did it. Ironically, the guy that I fought, strong take. guy, super strong guy. Oh yeah. I I go back and watch the first uh, I'll go back and watch that first um that first match and we were we got the clinch and I'm trying to like swim under, you know, get my you know swim under uh my arms couldn't move them. Try to pop them up, couldn't move them. And I am like Feeling myself trying to like keep myself on the ground pretty much because like every time he moved I felt lighter and lighter and lighter and he went for a hip toss and the like right before the hip toss ha- happened the referee stopped us because we were getting close to the table so he finished the hip toss and I'm just sitting here looking like I've never been thrown so easily in my life yeah it's, it's probably because it's <laughs> If it was training, it wouldn't have been, you know, it wouldn't have been that easy. Because, like, when I was competing, I was doing stuff I never do in training. Just dumb mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, I watched yeah. the video. And I was trying to pass, pass the guard from my knees. And like, I never do that when I train. But you, your adrenaline's going and you're not really thinking. So, that's where I feel like that's why training's so important. Like, really committed, dedicated training. You know, drilling to, um, you know, really hammer in those, like, good habits. 
so you don't try to pass the card from your knees. Not to say that there's not a time or place for that, you know, but yeah, of course, of course. Yeah. But yeah, I've done I've done three so far. Um no. I've done one for tap out and I did two for grappling industries. And cool. uh grappling industries was fun, man. Uh I did, did I do gi? Yeah, I did gi uh for grappling industries the first time, and then I did both gi and no gi the second time and I still lost, you know. I came in third in no uh third in gi, second in gi. Okay. Uh, I'm sorry. Yeah, second. No, I was second in gi and third in no gi. But man, it's the the level of progression that I've I've seen myself from the first time I competed, or the, the second and third time I competed versus my first one, man. I was like, okay, I still got I still got you know got uh, smashed, but I did a little bit better. Yeah, so I was I was definitely happy happy with that performance for sure. Yeah, for sure. Uh, sometimes the only thing to measure is if, uh, like, as far as progress goes, if you're better than who you were, you know, the day before, or if you better, did better than you did in your last tournament, you know. Yeah. And sometimes, like, I go to a school just with like a room, like a competition school. It's like it's a room full of straight killers, and I just get like smoked by everybody. But. The time I went before that, I did a little bit worse. So this time I did a little bit better, even though I was still getting smoked, you know. But you got to uh, take the good with the bad and um, just try to keep moving forward and not get too discouraged. Yeah, man. It's 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 crazy. We talk, you know, we talk about jujitsu, and the main thing that we kind of – the word that get thrown a lot, uh, thrown around a lot is adaptability. Mm-hmm. And yeah. we, I never really looked at it beyond just training, you know. Until I started competing, uh, you know, traveling, you know, visiting different schools. I haven't visited many, but, you know, it was still I had to adapt to the the environment that I was in. Because yeah. the one school that I visit was a competition heavy school. I mean, I think everybody in that school competes. I think I've, I think I may, may, met maybe one or two people that don't, but they was considering yeah. it. Got there. And, you know, I was talking to the, the code the instructor and he was like, yeah, bro, you know, do what you can, you know, fit in whatever you can, you know, do what you can. So I'm thinking to myself, like, I'm this is jujitsu. I've been doing this forever. I'm, I'll be fine. No, <laughs> I was <Yeah>. not fine. <laughs> it was a 90 it was a 90 minute class. Yeah. And it was like, all right, for the first 10, 15 minutes, it was, you know, technique uh preparation for uh for competition and then the rest of the class was just hard five minute round uh round rolls and i think i was about the third round in i was dead yeah i was like this pace is unreal and then did they turn off the air conditioning too so it was really hot no, they didn't turn the AC off. I don't oh, think they. Good. I don't think they get that that bad. We've I've done it at my school. Like we had the heat. We had the uh, the AC off, and it was like a heavy, heavy rep day and rolling and geese and everybody trying to take the geese off. My instructor like, nah, keep them geese on. Yeah. <laughs> we we about to get this work. We about to sweat in here. But yeah, man, you, you own have your own to... school? No, no. Okay. I'm just uh, um I'm an assistant instructor at at my school now. Oh, nice, nice. I mean, I would love to open my own one day, but right now, you know, I'm not worried about it. You got a long life to live. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I'm only been I only been doing this for six years. Still, 
to me, I still feel like I'm new in the game, even though I, you know, I'm a brown belt, slowly approaching black, it still feels like I'm like 20 steps behind when oh, yeah. it comes to jujitsu. Yeah, it's um it could it's kind of like it kind of messes with your head a little bit. Cause you you know, you, you train so consistently and so often and you don't feel like you're getting any better. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, like little things will happen. You know, every couple months we do like really good or maybe like somebody you used to be up, like all of a sudden came back and now like it's not like that anymore. So you're like, oh, wow, I have gotten better. But you don't realize it because at the same time, everybody else around you is getting better, too. Yeah. Yeah. And that was a really that was an eye opener, too, man. Like for a minute where I felt like, you know, I was so stagnant, so, so stagnant. And I'm thinking to myself, like. Why am I not seeing no no type of progression? But yeah, just like you said, like everyone around you is training just as hard as you are. Yeah. So it's not that big of a a notice unless you unless you compete unless or unless you roll with someone that you never rolled with before. Yeah, for sure. And that's when you really get to see, like, oh, okay, I guess I I don't suck as bad as, yeah. <laughs> as yeah. I once thought, you know. But I mean, we're harder on ourselves, you know. Oh, yeah, of course. Well, I feel like I feel like when I get I'm getting ready for like a tournament or a competition, I feel like that helps me get better quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, because I have a game plan and I'm just working on that game plan. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. I feel like that's like one way to get better, maybe quicker. But I think just consistency, just not getting discouraged, is is huge. You know, just keep going. Yeah, man. That's that is the that's the ticket right there. Yeah, just, I mean, I, I know guys who, who like are black belts who've been training for a long time, and like they don't think they're good. But to me, they're incredible. But they themselves are like, nah, like I'm not good. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but okay. But I, I think that's like, if you want to be great at anything, that's kind of the attitude you got to have. Unless if you're, you know, naturally like gifted, like a freak athlete. But yeah, you kind of got to be obsessed. With the, like, I mean, I apply that to like jujitsu, like my music. Like, I, I'm just like very, like, very much obsessed with doing it. And I need to get good at it. And you gotta, I guess, the, the hard part is maintaining like healthy relationships with your training and with your like practice regimen of music or whatever you're doing. You know what I mean? Yeah, no, I, I, I was just about to, uh, about to say that, like, Cause I know we, we had like a little small conversation about, you know, what you, what you do with your, your music, which I would love for you to talk about, but um, yeah, it's just, we are our, we are our biggest critics. So like you said, with that black belt, he doesn't feel like he's good, but you're like, man, you're, you're like a ninja. Just like, you know, just like with your music. Like I, I love music. I've always wanted to learn how to play music. You can pick up your guitar right now and play a, a simple chord and to you, that's like, yeah, that's that's nothing. To me, I'm like, oh, this is Einstein when it comes to yeah. you know when it comes to music, you know? Yeah, yeah. Because we, because we see, you know, we see our flaws, we see our our moments of weaknesses uh, when it comes to our jujitsu. Everyone else don't see it, but we know, like, man, I could have, I could have, if I would have just twisted this way, or if I would have just pivoted this way, I would have had that choke, or I would have got out. But people be like, man, you're yeah. just so good. Like, man, shut up. No, I'm not. <laughs> yeah, it's uh, it, it, you're also there the whole time, you know, through the whole process of you, you know, 
fixing your bad habits or trying to get good at this one thing. So you, you understand how long it takes. You know, Rome wasn't built in a day. Nah, nah it's not all, at all. It's all part of the process, though. I mean, and when you get to that, you know, whatever your goal is, it's, it's very rewarding. Then it's on to the next one. Yeah. And it and it and when it comes to jujitsu, man, that that always changes. That always changes. Like I went from like, oh, you know, I'll I'll stick around and see how how this plays out. To okay, this is cool. I can see. I can I can give it another year. To like, yeah, yeah I'm in this for life. Yeah. Is, like, like to the end, yeah. man. To the end. That's what it turns into. Because I mean, you, you just maintain a healthy lifestyle. You know, keep going back and. If you're hungover when you go and train, you're just gonna have an awful time. So you like me, I'm just like I'm just not gonna drink. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh no, I get it. I get it. Definitely, definitely, definitely. So, so um, yeah. So you, so you know, you do music. So what kind of what kind of music do you do? Uh, so I grew up playing uh, like punk and hardcore and like metal music. But uh, mm-hmm. in my old age, I've moved to play like ambient music and folk music uh like post-rock explosions in the sky type stuff to anything bands like stars of the lid um more relaxing type of music i'll still play that heavy stuff if somebody approaches me and wants to do it but um yeah it's just me um me most of the time now doing my own thing gotcha yeah so how like have you like if you have noticed like when have you noticed like I guess your methodology when it comes to jujitsu, like when did you notice that started to like merge into your passion for music? Well, it, it's funny because it wasn't until I started doing jujitsu that I realized that I've been doing it wrong, like in, in terms of like practicing and skill development and music. See, like growing up playing like punk and hardcore, you don't have to be like very good at your instrument, but I was better than a lot of people around me. So they were like, yo, you're so good. And I, my problem was I believed that. And then I realized, oh no, I'm not shit. Like I'm not good. <laughs> like, I'm sloppy as hell. So I started taking some of the practice uh, regiments I did with jujitsu and apply that to my music. And that's gotten better since then. You know, mm-hmm. like if I'm learning a new technique or move in jujitsu, I'm not doing it super quick right away. I'm doing it like really, really slow until I can gradually pick up speed and make it habit. Now I've applied mm-hmm. that. Now I apply that to my music. What I'm trying, I'm trying to get really good at uh, like finger picking guitar right now. So I'm doing mm-hmm. everything really slow, like super slow with the metronome and just taking my time. So yeah, it's it's funny because jujitsu helped me get better at music later in life. Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, dude. I I I couldn't agree more when it comes to your your mental, like I said, your methodology to just anything really. It, when you because when you dive so deep into jujitsu, it's such a a physical, you know. Um, I guess you want to say about like a physical beatdown, but it's also such a a mental one too because. Yeah, you're you're giving your all, man. Like you wanna you wanna dive so deep into it. You wanna understand the terminology, the movement, whatever you possibly can. And you put so much time into it to the point where like everything else just kind of follows that same suit. Oh yeah, where it's like, like dang, I didn't. 
You say what? It's that dedication, you know, and like those habits that you form that trickle over in other aspects of your life. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And I can't, and like, <laughs> no matter what I, t- like, no matter what I talk about, it always kind of like reverts right back into going into jujitsu. Like no matter what we're talking yeah. about, like I've, I've had so many conversations where we we can be talking about some random event and we're talking blah, 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 blah. And it's like, yeah, man, just like in jujitsu, we da, 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 da. And like, oh, yeah. oh, here you go again. <laughs> I mean, there's countless like correlations you can find between you know real life and, and jujitsu, and just uh, depending on how philosophical you are, how like you know, it can really just like you can really just see the correlation between everyday existence and you know life on the mat, and just like it for even like if you're at your academy and you're not even like talking about jujitsu, just like relationships with other people and different dynamics and how they work. And it kind of brings to light parts of yourself that maybe you don't like too. You know what I mean? Like I know there's parts of myself that come to the surface in a jujitsu environment that I don't really like, you know what I mean? Like Mm kind of uglier parts of myself that I didn't really know were there, but I feel like it's important to be, it's a good thing is what I'm saying. It's not bad. Yeah, yeah. It's good to have that come to the surface and be like, oh, like, because it makes you aware and like, it's all part of getting better as a person and everything, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, and that's how you know that's like the best times you figure out a lot about yourself, man, is doing those like doing training days. Like, it always seems like when we get those good classes where more people than usual show up, and it's just a lot of a lot of hard rolling. Man, you just get so much mental clarity about everything in those little moments, and you, yeah. like you said, you you find out a lot about yourself. You find out a lot of truth about yourself. Yeah, because the way you carry yourself throughout the day, man, it does show in your jujitsu. Yeah, I mean your I, your personality, I feel affects how you train. You know your approach to training, for sure. Mm-hmm. And like I like I grew up kind of like a shy kid, you know, quiet. And, like, I didn't realize how, like, competitive I can be. You know what I mean? Because sometimes, like, I'll be training. I'll just, like, something will take over me. I'll just, like, I don't, I, I won't want to concede a position or something like that. You know what I mean? It's like, damn, like, yeah, I guess that does exist inside of me. But I feel like everybody has to have a little bit of that to even keep training, you know? I kind of fool myself into thinking I'm less competitive than I am because it's like you don't like your right hand know what the left hand's doing. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Well, it's like, well, if I'm not competitive, why am I like, why why do I want to compete? You know what I mean? Why do I want to train as consistently as I do and get better? So, but like, yeah, this oh, yeah. brings all that to the surface for sure. Man, it, it definitely shows. It shows the ugly truth, man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've seen I've seen jujitsu bring out the best in people. I've seen it bring out the worst. Right. Um, you know, I know we 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 talk about like you know egos and having one, and no matter what people say, you'll hear them say like, oh, you know, I don't have that. I don't have an ego. I don't have a. I don't have that much of an ego. Man. The people that say I that have the biggest egos. Got the biggest egos. It's just yeah. that to me, when it, when people say that when it comes to jujitsu, I think that people have their egos under control. Well, that's the thing. You're learning how to control it. Because I mean, yeah, be real. Like jujitsu is about like 
there's like a healthy aspect of a lifestyle, but it's a martial art that revolves around mm-hmm. people out and breaking their limbs and controlling them. Like, yeah, you can't tell me that like that doesn't come from ego, you know? Yeah, it's and a it's, okay. it's an ego. It's okay. Yeah, it's an ego booster or an ego destroyer, depending yeah. on what side of the coin you are. Because well, you like, the ego is going to be there regardless. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So, like, why not mm-hmm. learn how to have it under control? Yeah, for sure. For sure. Because it's going to show. It's going to show. No matter what you do, no matter what you say, your ego is going to show. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, know, you can say, like, oh, man, I don't got no ego or my ego's not that big. Yeah. Come to jujitsu and let <laughs> someone half your size pin you down. Yeah. Yeah. Then, then, then let's then let's revisit that conversation. Yeah. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes when, like sometimes your ego's at the door until you're you've been held down for like X amount of time and you start start coming out and you're like <laughs> start getting mad. It's like fuck. I mean, because I've been there, man. You know, I've been there so many times, man. Walking through those doors where I'll have a good week. Ego showing, ego showing just a little bit, you know. I'm like, yeah, I've been, you know, just been kicking everybody ass, and then next thing you know, I'm getting wiped by everybody. It's like, oh, what the hell? What, what the hell? <laughs> what happened so fast? <laughs> well, it's funny because you start, you start making progress, and then the universe, like, you know, slow your roll, dude. Like, not so fast. Then the next thing you know, you got some like, you know, you got some white belt coming in that's built like a freaking linebacker, and he wrestled in oh. power. Now it's like, where's your ego now, dude? It never fails, man. It never, never fails, man. I don't know what it is about jujitsu now, but like nine times out of ten, when we get new people that you know either just join or try class, they always have a wrestling background. Yeah, yeah. Never fails. I'm like, dude, is this what everybody do now? Like, yeah, I, I wrestled in high school, I wrestled in college, where I did this, and I was D one. It's like, yeah, everybody wrestling. I wish I, I love it, man. Yeah, I wish I wish I kind of wrestled too. Now that I, you know, now that I go back and think about how much that could have benefited me uh, with jujitsu, but hey, what can you do, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'm man. Not, I'll just. What's I'm up? Not, I, don't, I don't really give a fuck. A lot of people talk shit on pulling guard, but I'll just pull guard if there's like some crazy. D1 wrestler, you know what I mean? It's like, he's going to take me down. Like, my takedown suck. My defense sucks. So, mm-hmm. he, he, he's I um, got to get past my guard now. I did that at a tournament when uh, my last tournament, I was going against him. And he, you know, we his he was very, very strong. Uh, I could, you know, couldn't do nothing with him. So, we had our second match. Right before our second match, I was talking to my training partner who, who was coaching me at the time. He's like, all right, man, we're gonna have to do something we never thought we would we would say. I was like, what? So we're gonna have to pull guard. Yeah. I was like, I was thinking that, but I didn't want to say it out loud. He's like, no, nah, man, I think I it's I think I think we could, I think we should pull guard. And I don't think there's any be a- guard, but that's just me. I'm just the blue belt. All right. I take it for what it's worth, but I, I don't see any problem pulling guard, you know, especially like use your pull guard to like sweep, get to the back or submit. You know what I mean? Don't use a guard as like the end all position. Use it as a pathway to get to the back or sweep them. You know, 
Right. Of like, course. It worked out yeah. for Mikey Musumeki. Granted, he's like one of the best in the world, but I know a bunch of guys who train under him who are like they're killers and they pull guard. Yeah, I don't. I after after that tournament and after watching some uh, some random instructional videos, I found about I guess the proper way of pulling guard. Yeah, yeah. It, it kind of opened my eyes a little bit more. Like, okay, it's not it's not bad. Pulling no. guard that way is not bad. But if you're just gonna just sit to your butt and scoot to me, yeah, kick you in the face or something. <laughs> <laughs> well, if there's drugs involved, yeah, I guess it's a different story, you know. Like, yeah, you don't want to pull guard in a street fight. No. Why would, why would you why would you do that? That's dumb. If we're in a jujitsu setting, you know, whatever. But like, I don't know. Even if I'm in a street fight and there's like a wrestler, it's I'm not getting slammed on the concrete. You know what no. I mean? And I, no. I don't have any hands like that, so <laughs> like what's what's the what's the best option for me there? It's to pull guard, I guess. You know what I mean? I don't know. I'm a skinny yeah, man, it's one of those situations where you you kind of have to just hope that don't fight. He goes for your takedown, or don't fight for one. But yeah. if you have to fight, you can stuff his takedown and and stay on top and hope for the best. But... Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. <laughs> yeah, or just stuff the takedown. That'd be a good idea too. Yeah, that's that's all the options I have to keep. If you have to fight who someone who's arrested on the street. You just hopefully they can shoot for a takedown, they slip, or they're lazy about it, and you get on top and hold on for dear life, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I feel like if there's two people that grapple, they're like they're probably not going to be fighting each other. You know what I mean? In the streets, that's like a very unlikely scenario. Most of the time, yeah. I feel like most of the time, if like somebody wants to fight you, they're just kind of like they're just drunk idiots. Yeah. That's I, I, I walk away, whatever. Yeah, I've been fortunately fortunate enough that never had to use jujitsu outside of the gym. Yeah. Um, I had one moment where I almost had to, but you know, I was it's get to the point now, man. It's like when when it comes to training and if I'm out in the world, I'm just comfortable just knowing that I can protect myself. I yeah. don't have to prove it. You know, I don't have to necessarily like go out and, you know, get it. When I, I get a stripe on Thursday, Friday, I go walk out in the middle of the world. Like, okay, I want to fight the baddest motherfucker you can find. You know, it's, like, <laughs> <laughs> it's never, it's never that way. It's more like, you know what, man, I am at a point now I am comfortable. Yeah. I'm chill. I'm relaxed. I know if anything happens, I can handle myself. And I don't feel like I'm quite there yet, even, mm-hmm. you know, like, even though against an untrained person, I, I'd most likely be fine. But there's real life situations when somebody actually wants to hurt you, it's just a whole different vibe than like the training environment when you're around your friends or, you know, you can just tap or take a break. When somebody has mm-hmm. like real ill intent towards you, that's that's a scary situation. And everything oh, yeah. is different the whole vibes is different. So it's like, you got to train for that, you know? Mm-hmm. And that's one of our, our big things when it comes to the way we train. Uh, we do have classes where we practice against someone throwing strikes. That's good. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So that's, and that's a big part of our, our um, promotion, our, no, our testing too. We have a whole 
I, it usually takes about a half hour, depending, but a whole half hour section of, you know, self-defense. It's from, you know, someone in your guard striking, someone got your back striking, you in turtle, all these different positions, all these different scenarios that can come up in, you know, real world situations. And we can only use jujitsu. They can punch, kick and do whatever. We only can use our jujitsu to, to defend ourselves. Is that when they're testing for a uh, blue belt? Uh, blue, purple, and black. All our all our belt tests is like that. Yeah, we uh, my school has a blue belt test, and we have to do all that. Um, we used to have a purple belt test, but now, now they just like they just give it out. They think you're ready, or yeah, when they think you're ready for the purple. So, I mean, I can understand, but no, we like we test at every belt level. That, yeah, that's cool. um, yeah, because we we have you know in our system it's like. When you get your blue belt, obviously you got an understanding of it. Uh, when you get your blue belt, I mean, when you get your purple belt, you know your your knowledge is starting to grow. You can kind of like break it down more. Uh, once you get to like brown and black, man, it's our test becomes so more so much more thorough. It's it's like like I said with blue when you, when you get your blue belt or when your purple belt, it's like we we just want to see if you know the techniques. Yeah, we want to yeah. know if you understand the techniques. But when it comes to like brown and black, not only do you have to know and understand the techniques, you have to properly show them and just and, and explain to the to like to the class as if they don't know what these techniques are. So yeah. we really have to go into detail of like, okay, this is why we do this technique. This is why we use this uh this technique and blah 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 blah, just to show that we have a a full full grasp and full full understanding of our system and with jujitsu nice yeah so it's rigorous man it's very yeah. rigorous so a way to go about it for sure so yeah because we, like we look at it we look yeah. at it as if you can if you can't use it in the in the gym you can't do it in the street we practice right. the way we, we train the way we fight if you lazy about training you get in the fight you know that's your ass yeah. <laughs> if you, you know, you're, you know, you can show that you can do this stuff in, 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 a, in an environment like this, where obviously it's controlled, but we're, we're still going to push you. That just prepares you for when you get out there in the real world, forbid that it ever happens. But if you ever have to use it, yeah, you, you know what the, you know what to do. Give them that stress inoculation, get them used to strikes being thrown at you, stuff like mm-hmm. that. That's one thing we used to do that more than we do now, but that's one thing I want to, I want to do from time to time is, uh, you know, train with strikes. Cause yeah, it's just different. It's so fun, man. Like when to do things differently, if they're throwing punches at me, then I usually do, you know, the one I'm used to doing, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like we, we've had, a, we had a guy, uh, who he, he hasn't been back in a while, but he was training, um, and once you get punched in the face, man, everyone wants to do this. It's like, yeah. nah, you can't do that. Like, you doing this in the street is not going to stop me from punching you in the face. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> so, like, nah, I can't, can't that curl up, man. You, you got you to gotta fight back, man. You got to fight back to the end. Yeah. But, yeah, that's that's how we roll, man. I, but I love it. I love it. I love our system. I love how every our philosophy and whatnot so um so your so your school who um what's your what's your lineage who's your uh your your instructor and whatnot 
So Alberto Rubio, he's um he's a Huron Gracie black belt. Um, he uh he moved. What was it like? 2021, 2022. He opened up a school down in South Carolina. Mm-hmm. So he he's been down there primarily, you know, getting that school up and running. But my main coach is uh, David Grossman, who's a black mm-hmm. belt under Alberto. Um, so my main coaches are David Grossman at Milwaukee, and then I do privates with a guy named uh, Valor Boyer. I get all my jujitsu knowledge from them for the most part. Uh, Valor, he trains at a school called Movement Arts up in Richboro, and he competes a lot of like IBJJF tournaments. He just got his black belt. So it's between Dave and Valor where they're my coaches. So do they – so obviously they have like similar like similar styles of jiu-jitsu and how they approach training, uh, teaching? Uh, not necessarily. Dave's style okay. and Valor's, and I'm glad I can get two different perspectives on things but they're they're like they're both on the same team too like as far as like what i'm learning you know what i mean Mm -hmm. so yeah i like learning from that it's just what i like to who i like to learn from you know i kind of found i kind of found a jujitsu that i like to do that kind of resonates with me and i Mm -hmm. i gravitate towards more that Mm -hmm. i've seen the most benefits from so i just stick with that and try to develop that so so what is that for you? What is your, like, what is, like, what sticks out to you when it comes to jiu-jitsu? So, like, what like what, what my game is? Yeah. Uh, I'm, not so, trying to, I'm not trying to expose you, but, you know, no, no, I'm just, this, just curious. This, this <laughs> I mean, this is what I do. So, like, in jiu-jitsu, there's no, like, there's no standardized approach to, like, anything, right? Mm-hmm. You have this school of thought and this school of thought, and they compete against each other, and sometimes this one wins, this one wins. But I, I work mostly off uh, two-pine guard. With C spine, um, from the guard, my goal is to try to sweep, submit, or get to the back, and uh, yeah, that's in a in a nutshell. Um, I'm working on my bolo game a lot too, but yeah, and I also trying to work on my tempo, just like not letting them get to a bad position. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, yeah. So that that's my game. I don't really train with striking too often, but. Now, are you a are you a gi or no gi guy? I uh, so I train both, but I like to do gi most of the time. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, another thing, it's a big part of my game is uh, I try to identify whether they're using upper body guards or lower body guards. So if I'm in my supine position, he's fine. If they're leaning with their upper body, I'm gonna do upper body guards like collar sleeve, um, double sleeve, and when they give me their lower body, I'm gonna switch to Dela Hiva. And when I'm in my Delhi, I'm gonna start working from there. I'm gonna try to sweep. If I get them down, you know, there's no number of things I can do. I can try to come up on top, or you know, Baron Bolo or something. Try to get to the back. Nice, nice. So I've been really just hammering away at that. It takes. I feel like it takes forever to get good at anything in jujitsu. So like when I train, it's I'm working on this and nothing else. Mm-hmm. It's like practice one kick ten thousand <clears throat> times. Type. Um, philosophy, you know what I mean? Yeah, love that. I love that. Uh, philosophy, yeah. We, yeah. um, our With school, that being we said, there's, there's no is there a right or wrong way? I mean, I, I don't know. You see, you see all kinds of different styles of jujitsu work at the highest level, you know. So, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it's hard yeah, to say. it's 
it's you know jujitsu is like it's it's like you say it's not cookie cutter it's not like you know it's a one size fits all sport yeah everyone has what they love um and what works for them personality all that comes yeah that all that all that comes into play like what you know how you know what how you like to move you know if you're if you're long if you're short if you're wide if you're narrow this stuff comes into play but um i i'm starting to you know fall in love with no gi um and it my my gi portion kind of sucked i mean started to suffer for it because i always want to roll no gi but we started we started switching up now so we'll do like one class no gi another class gi so we can have that 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 balance right yeah, because I, I just to me I, I feel like it opens up so much more because um you know yeah with with gi you know you're fighting for your grips you're fighting for you know just to hold your opponent down versus when it comes to no gi you have to move there's no clothes to grab so you have to if you want to hold somebody down you have to have proper position you have to have the proper grip behind the neck or behind the arm or deviate the spine better and stuff like that versus holding a lapel and burning your fingers out that's the main reason why yeah. i started switching to no gi because we will roll a lot and trying to get out of the habit of grabbing lapels and holding on tight because everything up in the arm starts to burn and oh, yeah. whatnot so it's <laughs> like yeah i need my fingers man <laughs> yeah, yeah it can run havoc on the fingers um yeah it's i mean it's kind of annoying because like when i when I make progress in gate, when I switch to no gates, like, fuck, now like that, now this is gonna suffer because I'm not working on this. You know what I mean? So it's like shit. Oh yeah. So it's all about <laughs> what you just pick one and what, what do you want to do? I, I still learn no gate. Like I like no gate. Even when I train in no gate, I really enjoy it. But it's it's almost like I, I think to myself, damn, I I put all this work in, in the gate. And I'm still not, you're never going to be done, but like, I'm still not done. So I, I need to keep doing that. You know? Yeah, man. Like, like, like you said, it's just, it's just finding that, that happy medium. Yeah. Where it's like, I suck this much at gi and I suck this much at no gi. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, and like, we're just hobbyists, right? Like you're, you're a hobbyist for the most part. Yeah. For the most part. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so for the most take, part. We're like hobbyists, but we take it pretty seriously. Yeah. So definitely. I mean, if we're not like competing full time or like professionally in, in either gi or no gi, it kind of doesn't really matter. Like, what the balance is? Is this what you want to do? What you're interested in? You know, are you having fun? You know, what mm-hmm. do you want to do? That's what it's all about. What are your goals? Yeah, yeah, doesn't, doesn't really matter. I mean, and I guess it's good too if you can. You know, if you're not competing, it's the way I see it, is I would want to be able to help people below me learn you know what i mean like yeah that, and that's, that's, and, that's and that's how i and that's how i look at it like i love the sport i love the martial art uh if would i be upset if i never competed again probably not yeah neither would i I'd be more <laughs> upset if i never be able to train or like you said teach that yeah. would be my issue but yeah. if i was like yeah i'm done with i'm done competing I'm like all right whatever it is what it is yeah, I mean, we're only getting older too, you know. <laughs> yeah, that, that too, man. It's like you know, I yeah, I beat up my body enough. I you know, I started when I was thirty, and my body feels like I'm sixty. <laughs> so oh, yeah, 
Like there's a lot. There's a lot of other benefits aside from like competing. You got your whole community, community vibe. Oh yeah, real good friends and stuff like that. So just good positive place you can go to. Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, I, I I mentioned this a lot. Uh, definitely love the guys who I train with. Um, they have be definitely became my second family. Um, yeah. I so. feel the same way. Exactly, man. So, Matt, man, we have a staple here, uh, Talk Your Jits podcast, man. We ask everybody who comes on the show, your top three people, man, who would you like to roll with? Oh, shit. Okay. Well, here's the thing. Like, in this area, everybody that I want to roll with, I have access to, which is cool if I want. Mm -hmm. So, I would like to roll with uh, Mikey Musumeki. Mm -hmm. That would be cool. Um, Who are the other guys? I'd like to roll with Nate Diaz. Yes. That would be yes. Cool. That would be yes. <laughs> and uh so dope. Who else? Let me think. I I do love MMA too. I love watching it. And, um yeah, Mikey Musumeki, Nate Diaz. I can't think of enough. I really like I don't really follow the sport too much, so I don't really know many of the names, like the high level people. Yeah, I'm like that too. Like yeah. I, I follow it, but I don't remember names. Like if I saw a picture, like yeah, that guy. But yeah, I'm horrible with names. Oh man, who's the third guy? Oh, I guess uh, I don't know. Maybe Henzo Gracie or something. Of course, of course, he's yeah. like Pedro Salas, like, one of the old heads. Yeah, you know, like Henzo, like Henzo Gracie, um, Gordon Ryan. And um, who was the third person I could say is like a given that you will run a role with? Like uh, Craig Jones is another another oh, guy. Craig Jones, yeah. Forget him. Yeah. Craig Jones. That's definitely the third guy I like to roll with. Yeah, Craig Jones. He's he's. I've been watching him a lot more. And he's definitely climbing my my list of top uh my favorite uh, jujitsu co- uh competitors. And it's like, man, I would love to roll with that guy. Yeah, yeah, definitely love to roll with that guy. Yeah, for sure. But um, yeah, Matt. Unless you got any other questions for me, um, if you got anything coming upcoming for you, your school, your music, uh, competing, man, you know, I want to give you the floor, man. It's all yours. Nah, nah, just uh, gonna keep training, gonna keep trying to get better at this music thing. I just released an album back in March. Uh, you can check it out at mattgeary.bandcamp.com. Um, that album's all right, could have been better, but like that's the way I see jujitsu too, you know what I mean? So, <laughs> right, always trying to get better, you know? But uh, yeah, just keep an eye out. I'm gonna keep releasing stuff, I'm gonna keep training, so. Um, yeah, I'd like to come up to Detroit sometime and train. So, oh man, you're yeah, man. Once once you guys, any I tell everybody this. Any once you on the show, man, you're already you're automatically invited. So, uh, you guys can come. Love up. To, yeah, looking forward to it. Oh yeah, man, got to, <laughs> got to. But yeah, and, man, uh, I wish you what's up. Yeah, I was about to say, if you're ever in Philly, just hit me up and come train. We'd love to have you. Yeah. Gotcha, man. That's that's a that's a plan too, man. I, I I would love to be able to travel to different schools and meet the people that I've you know done the podcast with and 
you know, train with all you guys. It's a, it's a lot of you, but I'm, I'm definitely going to try. Definitely going to try. Come on out. Yeah, man. Well, Matt, man, I wish you the best, man. I'm going to definitely stay in touch with you, man, with jiu-jitsu and your music and, you yeah. know, see, see how everything's going. But um, that's the end of today's episode. I would like to thank my guest, Matt, one more time for um, taking the time out and sharing his uh, jiu-jitsu knowledge with us. I hope you guys uh, loved and gained some from gain from our from our tales and experiences please go follow our facebook instagram and youtube page to stay updated on all future episodes this has been talk agents podcast keep rolling keep grinding and remember long live jujitsu have a great day and we're done